It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This podcast is sponsored by tourtips.com. The online golf betting resource. Tourtip subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50%. And their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in-depth stats and information, visit tour-tips.com. The online golf betting resource. Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming tournaments, all from experts and all in one place. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tyndall and James Butler. It is the golf betting podcast, the one that we do between rounds one and rounds two of the US Open, and we're underway. At uh, Torrey Pines, it's Louis Oosthuizen and uh, Russell Henley leading the pack at the moment. Four under par. Rafa Cabrera Bello is on uh, three under par, joined there with Francesco Molinari. And then uh, plenty on two under par, chasing them after round one. And we'll go through the odds at the top of the markets in a minute. But Dave Tyndall, round one. Any surprises there? Anything that uh, stands out? Uh, not really. You've got a fairly um, familiar leaderboard. Obviously, maybe you've got someone like Russell Henley, joint leader, who's having his moment in the sun. I'd be surprised if he stays there. But you've got Louis Oosthuizen, regular uh, major contender. Um, you've got Kepka hanging around there. Mr. Majors, he's tied fifth. You've got Xander Schaffle, our our 22 on pick going nicely in tied fifth. You've got Masters winners, Matsuyama. You've got John Rahm. Yeah, it's a it's a... A nice leaderboard already, and I think you know by the end of the week, I think those I've mentioned will probably be fighting it out still. Yeah, John Rahm, who started off as the uh, the tournament favourite, he's narrowed a little bit at the uh, top of the market. He's now available as big as uh, eleven to two. He was around about tens, wasn't he, when we talked about him ahead of the uh, the tournament? Brooks Kepka is uh, in there, fifteen to two. Louis Oosthuizen is eights. You've got Xander Schauffele, our pick, who is uh, hopefully going to take us to glory. He's ten to one. Rory McIlroy in there at fourteens. Hideki Matsuyama is in there at eighteens, and Patrick Cantley in there around about eighteens as well. Dave, um, we obviously got uh, Xander Schauffele ahead of this 
this tournament. But where are we going to go then between rounds one and two ahead of the second round at the US Open? Yeah, it's it's a it's a difficult one, isn't it? Isn't it for uh, UK viewers because probably like me, decided you needed some sleep, especially if you're working the next morning. So you, you, you do tend to need sleep at some stage in the day, yeah. don't you? So I sort of missed a, a chunk of, of last night, obviously into the early hours when whenever it went on to. Um, you have to kind of piece it together a little bit. So I've got some good data golf. If you, if you follow datagolf.com, they have some brilliant in-running strokes gain numbers. So I've been looking at some of those to help sort of help me uh, this morning. Good news on Shuffle, if you look at the, the strokes gain T to green, he's number one. Gained five strokes on the field. He's just got a slight negative number on his number, only slightly, but it, it does show if he can just start holding a couple of putts. His long game is in superb shape, so that, so that sort of bodes well. I always think if it's the other way around, if someone's got brilliant putting numbers, it can just be like a daily thing. Uh, they can do it for a one round, but they can't keep that going. I think yeah. the green is a more robust measure. Of- it's one of those things where if, he suddenly, if, if the putter suddenly becomes hot one yeah. day, he could shoot quite a low number, couldn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, happy with that. But in terms of the outright, in terms of some value, I'm going to put up a, a value bet at this stage, what I think is good value. Um, is Tyrrell Hatton at 33 to 1. Okay. He shot one under par, which is a good effort. Currently puts him in tied 11th. Got solid tee to green numbers, gained 2.65 strokes on the field, so he wasn't sort of faking it anywhere. Um, gain was sharp around the greens. Putting was decent enough. I just thought some value for him. I mean, if you look at, I mean, I thought Rory McIlroy's done really well, but Rory's shot minus one. So has Hatton. Rory's 14, Hatton's 33s. But, you know, Hatton has won some big events in the last few years. He's won in America. He won at Wentworth. You know, he's higher in the world rankings than Rory. I just think Rory's fantastic, obviously, but I, I just think that's been overplayed a little bit. One of them shouldn't be 14s and the other 33s. So I thought 33s is an, a, a kind of after 18-hole punt on Tyrrell Hatton worth a little go so that, that's just the value play on the outrights Tyrrell Hatton strikes me as a, a guy who if he gets one major could get quite a few he, he, you know he kind of if he just goes up that level he's got the game hasn't he yeah he knows how to win um, people get a bit sidetracked by his temper and they think oh well he's a bit of a hothead but he he, he can certainly get in the zone and he, he just wins big events uh, a major is the next one obviously with that 33 to 1 you've got some each way uh, places so for example yeah, bet fair, 33 to 1, six places. So that's why I would head Boyle Sports the same, Paddy Power. So yeah, six places on Tyrrell Hatton. He's had a couple of top sixes in majors. I think he's coming into form nicely. Played quite well last week after a break. Recently got married, so he's, he's in a good place. So he's going to be our each way pick for, for going forward. Sometimes that hot head thing, when you're younger, maybe it can be a disadvantage. But if you can channel that kind of energy and you can channel it into a positive, um, it can end up being a, a real asset to you as well. So Tyrrell Hatton goes on to the, uh, the betting slip, 33 to 1, six places with Betfair. Anything else today ahead of round two? Yeah, so it's always difficult. I think we found that in three balls are difficult because, you know, you can you can get one by a beat and the other as you predicted and then the third guy comes along and ruins it all so uh, William Hill have got some second round mythical two balls so although these players aren't in the same group they're just they've p- been pitched against each other in betting terms so it's just whoever shoots the lowest score so I've got a treble uh, with that so these are you find the two round mythical two balls there's no tie involved so the, you know, you've got to win so I've, I've picked out three here so the first one I'm going to pick is Hideki Matsuyama to beat Paul Casey. Matsuyama, the uh, Masters champion, played very nicely yesterday, shot a two under par for tied fifth. 
Casey, Casey did, did okay. Shot even par, but Matsuyama just just looked at the sort of air and the sheen of a of a major winner. Said afterwards, some, gave some brief quotes. Just said he, how much he loved the course. So that all bodes well. All his strokes gain numbers were in the positive. His approach numbers were some of the best around. Gained nearly three strokes on approach. Really, really good tee to green. Uh, so I think Matsuyama can win uh, that mythical two ball today. So he's the first one with Hideki. You can see him. I mean, when you win a major, it's a ma- it, it, it is literally a major thing, isn't it? He just kind of walks two inches taller. He kind of maybe that self belief, just that presence, it, it just grows a little bit, doesn't it? Definitely, yeah. I mean, you know, it's not like he he, he won it when he was twenty one and he's he didn't really know what had happened. He's been in the game long enough to to realise just what he's done and and the effect it's had on him. We're already starting to see, and I think this is a, a really good course for him as well. So, yeah, he can beat Paul Casey eight to eleven. These are all eight to elevens, by the way. I'm also going to take John Rahm to beat Dustin Johnson. Rahm was the pre-tournament favourite. I think he he did what everyone kind of would have expected uh, yesterday. Shot two under. He played in the afternoon, so he was really pleased to have got done. I think if he'd if he'd just been like maybe 15 minutes later, there was some fog early on which delayed them, then he would have had to come back at silly o'clock this morning. So he was really pleased to, to get done and shot two under. He said he played really, really nicely after a bit of a sort of up and down start. And again, the numbers, they're all positive, his numbers. They all just look solid across the board. The emphasis is on uh, T to green. So he's doing everything well. Justin Johnson did okay, got even par. I don't know, his, his numbers were were all right, steady enough, but Rams looked look better. And, and Johnson, although he showed some better signs last week, he's still, you know, not not playing like a world number one in my eyes. So yeah, he's just missing that little bit of pixie dust that takes you up, up to that level of being a real winner, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah, he's just um, sort of piecing it back together. And although his putter was in the positive yesterday, it still looks... Like it might go at any moment or he could just throw in a real stinker around on the greens. So I just think Ram is the, the, the more solid option. So that's number two. Then the other one is uh, Rory McIlroy to beat Patrick Reed. Although I said Rory, I mean, Rory's, you could still take that 14 to one outright. So it's not bad in itself. It's just that when it's stacked up against Hatton, I think Hatton looks the value. Um, but I wouldn't put anyone off Rory at, at 14s because it's been massive with him to get a good start in majors. He just keeps getting it wrong. I think his last three were 75s and 76s. So many times he's shot himself in the foot on day one. This time, he's got an under par round under his bag, and I think that's massive. He, he birded the final hole. Nice put there on 18 to, to shoot under par, minus one. He's tied 11th. Now, that is huge, I think, because he will now think, from here, I've done the hard bit. The hard bit for him is just getting in contention on day one. Now he's done that. I think he can really pick on. He's, he had good Peter Green numbers, going three strokes on the field. So I'm expecting more good stuff from Rory today. He's got an early tee time. Patrick Reed shot one over, which was only two more than Rory. But going through his numbers, he, he lost strokes on approach. He lost strokes off the tee, uh, Patrick Reed. So it just looks a bit flaky. He, he was so very sharp around the greens, but if he keeps missing them, uh, which the approach number. Um, taps into I think he's going to be in trouble so even though he won here in January it's very different conditions in January that's one of the themes it's much softer much harder faster quicker firmer course Uh, so Reid I think is just a little bit vulnerable on the number so I think Rory can pick him off so if you put those three eight to eleven shots together that's just to win today's um, 18 holes shoot the lowest over 18 holes today 
you've got Matsuyama to beat Casey, you've got Ram to beat Johnson, you've got McElroy to beat Reed. That comes out at 4.15 to 1. McElroy, uh, you, you mentioned McElroy, that first round sort of jinx that he has. Yeah, you know, if you shoot at 75 and the, the leader's on six under, you and you're past 72 or something, yeah, you, you're nine shots off, aren't you, after round one? The, the fact that he's minus one with the leader on, on minus four, he's having three back, and that, that's a that's a major um, advantage to him going into the next three rounds, isn't it? Just psychologically, he's not paying catch-up as much. We're always told this ridiculous narrative on TV that, oh, anyone could win from the cut line. I know he's only seven back and it just never happens. It just mm. never happens. You go through um, where the eventual winners are. They've always, almost always, you'll get the very odd exception, but so many of them will have shot under par. It, and that's in all majors. You've got to start fast. You can't, once, you're, once you've shot that 74 in round one, you've got to have everything perfect. And then from there... And then presume someone else higher up the lead doesn't better your sort of run over the last 54. It's just it's just one arm, one and a half arms behind the back of you if you start poorly. That's what Rory knows. So that's why I think that's put pressure on him to in recent times. It's hard to play golf with one and a half arms tied behind your back, isn't it? Well, yeah, you would think I do, but um, yes. <laughs> but yeah, the, you know, you can go down the leaderboard. People now, you think, oh, well, he's only sort of shot two or three over. He's not. Not too far back. Believe me, that is so far back in a major. Uh, so, you know, if you, if you back somebody like, I don't know, DeChambeau at plus two, Victor Hovland at plus three, Finau at plus three, you're really, really struggling from here to, to have any hope, even though it seems that, you know, no, it's not too bad. Is that a lot for today then, ahead of round yeah. two? Yeah, so we've got the one outright and one, um, one treble. Yeah, Tyrrell Hatton, the pick, 33 to one, six places with Betfair. And then that treble, the William Hill, second round, mythical two balls, Matsuyama to beat Casey, Rahm to beat Johnson, and McElroy to beat Patrick Reed. They're all 8 to 11 as singles, but treble them up, it's 4.15 to 1. Dave Tyndall, as always, thank you very much, and I'll see you ahead of round three. Yeah, cheers, James. And uh, thanks out there for listening, everybody. Good luck with all of your bets. Make sure you gamble responsibly. Enjoy this US Open, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Bet Bites Golf is a sports betting media production. Our multi-sport Bet Bites podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for all the information. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.